Hello, welcome to the first episode of Sons of Tuskegee of 2023. This episode is kind of a preview, hats off to the old style. This is an interview I did with Ocelot, is a comedian from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Kind of hung out in the car after a mic. It's one of my favorite things to do. It's not watch the headliner at an open mic. Not out of jealousy or whatever. It's mostly just because open mics, they take a long time. If you notice somebody's doing 20 minutes at the end, usually you should just go in your car, take your phone out, put it on the dashboard, facing the front window, and start recording. Like, ah... I like doing podcasts, but I like doing them when I want to do them. I don't want to get stuck being a slave to the audience or the cycle rat race of content generation. Because time to me doesn't exist, or time is not really defined in the way that the world does. Because in comedy... We have this thing where everybody's like, oh, you have to constantly put out stuff. You have to keep searching and seeking of like attention. I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> That's what I realized. Like, there is no market for anything. Like, there's no real destination anymore. Like, all the TV shows suck. Like, every time I hear somebody like, hey, have you seen this? I'm like, nope. I barely watch anything. I mostly only watch The Sopranos, The Punisher, and Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Squid Bellies, too, occasionally. That's only if I remember. Because <laughs> they don't make it like they used to. Like We had the golden era of TV before all this woke AI bullshit came in. So now it's not even worth... Doing anything except for your own shit. And then even if you do your own shit, all you're doing is serving the data collection model of the clone wars. A lot of people don't understand what I mean by clone wars. Hollywood clones are a metaphor. Example, Nicki Minaj. She was one thing. They told her to do this thing and she'll blow up. She did it. After a while, you start seeing a bunch of fucking slightly different fucking hatchlings pop up. Like the Cardi B's and the Meg the Stallions and the fucking whatever that Australian girl or Dutch girl with the weird fucking lisp and the big titties was. I don't remember her name, but. They just want to see what you respond to. But I noticed that they're like trying to mix all of the fucking entertainment in the one. Like Spanish, black, gay dude, white, girl. It's all going to be coming from the same people. So they were like, we know Nicki Minaj is hitting with the gays and the white girls. But we need some more fucking chicas. To go along with it so we can make the most profit and get the most psychological meme manipulation spread out to the masses. Because that's all it's about. It's all about mind control. They don't care about who's actually 
artistic or funny or skilled. It's really about who can draw the most attention away from pedophile elites. That's all it is. (laughs) And who's going to be silent about it? And these days, a lot of people, I mean, it's, it's always been the same ratio, but everybody's so desperate for fucking a way out, and they know that, so they're like, we can just pretty much coast, just insert our own little fucking Manchurian candidates into the fucking... I don't know. <laughs> anyway, this is a fun conversation. I have problems trying to talk to myself because I think I, it's hard just fucking working 10 hours straight and then coming home <laughs> and being funny again. Nah, I'm doing dabs. I'm playing some Call of Duty. I'm going to upload this shit. What else? Oh. Yeah, never mind. This is going to be a little teaser. Plenty more where this comes from. Maybe. <laughs> they putting that one out. Maybe it was too real, you know? Yeah. Maybe it was because I called it fuck disclaimers and it was just like no feel. That's a little bit too damn aggressive. <laughs> You're always out here trying to fucking fight the man. That's true, man. I agree. One of my favorite movies is actually uh, Undercover Brother. What? Undercover Brother? Oh, yeah. With Eddie Griffin. I hated it. You hated it? Oh, yeah. Why? Made by white people. Uh, that's true. Those, those that's true, like, but it's actually, it's a made by white people film. Yeah, for black people. For black people, yes. It gave us a lot of opportunities, but it also made Eddie Griffith think he was actually a fucking good actor and had like 20 fucking kids, and now he's a fucking shell of a man. Where's Eddie Griffin's war chest? It's all split between the government and like 10 different women. Mm-hmm. And mostly white ones. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know? <laughs> the whole purpose of that movie is a whole like black power thing. And now he's like uh, fucking the joke of the movie in real life. Uh, it's I crazy. You. But you know, whatever, do what you gotta do, Eddie Griffin. You know what I'm saying? Support them babies, you know? Whatever. He's, they say he used to do a lot of asshole shit too at like comedy clubs. Like he would go up and like do four hours straight of comedy. Do you want to hear four hours straight of Andy Griffin? No. I mean, I guess they say he'd be funny the whole time. I'm just like, I hate that shit. Like, I hate the ego of like, I can do four hours of comedy. And like, just running and do it. I used to do that for a joke. Right? Like, at the Monster Cave, I used to go up. And just keep going as long as I can until nobody was in there. Like 20 minutes straight, it's just me rambling. Yeah, I remember you doing that. But um, yeah. at least you held the attention, though, for 20 minutes. No, I, I mean, didn't. After about, <laughs> after about 20 minutes, I, I, I kind of get a little bit, you know, like... Uh, yeah, I don't like I, it either. I don't like yeah. being on stage where you stand up here and tell I don't get like, was, oh, he's doing an hour. I'm like, why? <laughs> you wasted that's, everybody's time. That's why when I see like a Netflix special, it's always, it has to be like 45 to an hour because I know that's their special. Now 45 percent, but it's all just about selling the actual content. It's yeah. the only reason they want it to be an hour because it's like it makes it substantial to be able to put money on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to have money coming in no matter what, you know. it's This is this comedy business where it's regular business. You got to have money coming in, you know. Oh, yeah. 
Are we having a visitor? Is this guy good? I can't even hear us. <laughs> it's Connor. <laughs> he's just walking past. Oh, he's not jumping in. <laughs> I thought he was going to be cool. He could have. Yeah, you didn't let him know. That's up to you. No, no, he's good. It's all good. Yeah, man. But yeah, man, Phil, how do, how do you like being a comedian, though, Phil? You know, what, like, what? It's up to you, you know, like, how you've been doing comedy about five, six to years. To me, now. this whole thing is different than anybody else, so I can't even give good answers because my whole perception is all based on a higher level of comedy. Higher level of comedy? Yeah. You want to describe that? I don't know people that was born to do comedy. So it ain't like I'm one of these people who's out here who thought it was a good idea to make money and actually whatever. I was like, I did this shit regardless of actual end to the fucking journey or not. So you're saying you're one of those people that have the comedy aura where everything you say is kind of funny? Yeah. Like, I was one of those people who's like, I've been doing shit since I was like four years old. Oh, okay, okay. I got you. Like, got you. I, like ever since I was straight out the womb, my dad was like reading or pitching me Dolomite sketches or whatever. Like whatever Dolomite said, he would just memorize it somehow. My dad loved comedy, so he just like spit shit at me. I didn't understand what the fuck he was talking about, but I was a baby, and I was just laughing my ass all rolling around in circles in front of the refrigerator. Just like, this is great. I love laughing. I'm addicted to this feeling. I'm going to do this. And then, like, Richard Pryor, he used to show the Richard Pryor movies <laughs> way too early. Like, I ain't supposed to watch titties. Like, I, the first time I seen titties was in a Richard Pryor movie because a strip club scene. And he sent me up to my room, too. He forgot. He's like, oh, shit, titties. He's like, get out of here. He's like, I was walking up the stairs. I was looking down the staircase. I just saw some big titties on the screen. I was like, yeah. I mean, I don't know how old you were, but my dad used to watch the I was pop. at least, like, eight or nine. My dad used to watch the... So, my family, we would get people... So, Mexicans, we, um, mm -hmm. we get people into... Dish Network and people in Dish Network, they hook it up for for other people, you know, like pay per view and stuff like that, mm -hmm. all the porn channels. And so my dad will watch the Hot Body Contest all the time, you know, on the pay per view network. And that was my first experience with titties, you know, um, stuff like that. And so I'm wearing Playboy right now, and Playboy Español was from my first entry, and regular Playboy was my first entry into like I didn't know they had to titties, you know. Yeah, they have they have Playboy Español. Different girls at all Spanish women. No, no, it's it's a uh, white women, but oh, white it's just, women it's just Spanish, Spanish translated okay, into cool. Spanish. Yeah, yeah I, would, I would expect that because like, I think the, the Hispanic guys would just want to see white girls too. No, no, no. But Playboy Español, no. it was just like all those regular shows that come on Playboy, but just translated into Spanish, and it was just. Mm. It's it's like it's 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 still enticing, man. It's white women with a Spanish yeah. accent. I used to it's like shit. the reverse of, La of Latina you women. Done that? You, know? you ever Latina watched Univision? Like when I was a kid, I used to go, <laughs> you used to watch the Playboy channels. I used to watch, have regular TV, and I would switch over to his fan channels where the girls look hot over there. Oh like, yeah, maybe yeah. some of them have Cleveland show. And I'm like, I'm gonna fly. I'm gonna go all the way to 64 in the Spanish part and see if I can see some titties real quick. You know? like, <laughs> yeah, usually, maybe it's maybe like one out of ten times it'll be some boobs. I there. mean, a lot of I think Fluffy has already <laughs> said it in his comic experience that he has been having in showing the world or he is the the new king of comedy of the king i think uh chris rock told them he's the um, he makes the king of the mexicans no no he makes the most him. money but i don't think he's the funniest of the most of his family no but he's still he makes the most money so that gives him the title no, no, king of I the think mexicans. he's got to be the funniest so no, to me, no, the that's, funniest that's mexican the, the most are hispanic or is it mexican or hispanic because that's the thing because like i know like mexicans like to set themselves apart and they're like proud of being mexican 
like, so there's, like, me, other... Is there, like, fucking, like, a Brazilian so, or fucking... So, let me tell you, Hispanic and Latino are words that generalize all of the... Yeah, yeah it all makes them the, all together. The makes word. them, everybody together. But, but then, Mexican, for, like, Mexican... Yeah, like, Mexican, Felipe Esparza, he's a Mexican comedian. Yeah. He's from California. Yeah, exactly he, like me. So, I, I, I love Felipe Esparza. I love Fluffy. What about fake Mexican? What about when they say, like, uh, Carlos Messi is not really a Mexican? No, like, when people say that, he really is Mexican. He just... A then little... he changed, like, then are there, like, a lot of Hispanic comedians that change their name from stuff? Like, they're actually, like, white dudes, or they came from, like, Honduras or something? No, no, there's still... If you have a little bit of Latin descent or Hispanic descent mm-hmm. or Spanish-speaking descent in you, yeah. we'll, ex- we'll still accept you. Oh, yeah. And so but, that's, like, what about Charlie Sheen? Because he technically, his real name is Estevez, but he changed his name to Sheen, so Well, when it guy. comes to one of the famous ones, when they when they try to completely whitewash themselves, it's, it's a whole white. different story. Yeah. But um, I didn't know Charlie Sheen was Mexican until I was like fucking. 20. Yeah, I didn't know a lot of stars were like um. um Emilio, he kept his name and they're brothers, so he's like, yeah, I want to be Emilio Estevez and not Emilio Sheen because that sounds stupid. Yeah, but when it comes to the bigger stars, they do whatever they have to to, yeah. to what's it called to fit in. But um, there's a lot of Latinos in 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 famous, you know, like famous and everything. They're just like um, there's it's it's slight, you know. They're not they're not. In, into they don't embrace the whole side of it. Yeah. You know, and so when George Lopez first started to um there's a documentary on this where he said he he tried to bleach his skin, stuff like that. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he tried to fit in, I remember. Yeah, where, do you need me to put contacts in my eyes and stuff like that. And I'm like, that's a lot of what comedy takes, you know. If you wanna be a Latino or Hispanic famous nowadays, you have to fit into the mold. And like um, people like me, I don't like to do that. But yeah, that's why, like me, you were talking about when I start comedy, I would never fit into any mold. Like, I never played a game, so that's pretty much like I never would like starting comedy. To me, is just like pretty much being a Mexican. <laughs> to me, I'm just like, I do the shit I want to. I pop up when I want to. I got my little bag. I show up. I do it. I have fun. I get out of there. And so uh, I'm not into the I'm not into like a lot of famous people and stuff like that. I I, I catch and drink. Yeah, I hate whatever, all the like whatever super comes happen to me. But the Conor McGregor fight versus the Floyd Mayweather fight, he was like, I turned Mayweather into a into a Mexican, and to this day, I don't know what that means. You know, all I can know is from that sentence is that he made him work hard in that fight. But that's yeah. that's, that's, that's Cause all. Cause Mayweather usually he picks fights he knows he's gonna win, so like he always lazy and he kind of like. Blocks the whole time. He don't really do. He don't really work. Like he don't really throw that many punches in his real ass fight. He kind of sucks. And like Mayweather was kind of like a showy. He looked pretty much all hype. But yeah, like in a, the Connor fight, he was like, I can't lose. So I gotta at least try. So yeah, because like yeah. A, a lot of mentality riding a lot. You know, he really didn't have to try that hard because Connor barely got any real stand up boxing experience. That's what Jerome was talking about. He's like, yeah, he still had him outclassed. Well, about that fight, I think it was a little staged because yeah, of... they're all staged. I, I think Conor was holding his punches back in that fight. But anyway, that's all, that's all dude. Wait, I watched the fucking Jake Paul Mayweather fight. This is the fakest bullshit I've seen. <laughs> yeah, I was never going to watch this. It's watch TV or anything on the internet. Like, I just, like, everything's fake to me. Like, that's the you know, like... I mean, comedy, like, to me, the actual making, like, Dave Chappelle money is dead now. Like, that's never going to be a thing anymore. Like, you're always going to be making, like... Maybe maximum one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, oh, and that's man. only after doing like fifteen years worth of work with Adam Carolla. And now he's doing a divorce, so his podcast changed. He fired his co-hosts, like the two chick, like the bald Brian and Gina. Like he had the old school radio, like they used to do voices and little sound effects. He got rid of all that shit yesterday. <laughs> like he made a podcast. Like yeah, I fired everybody. I didn't. It wasn't. He didn't say because he hated. He's just like yeah, I'm changing it up. We gotta keep it evolving. 
Is there another reason because it's comedy exposes too much to the people? You know. No, to me, comedy is just like a game. To me, comedy became like another fucking way to control people. Like you know, how music and rap and independent rap. Yeah. Like everybody thinks that's a way to make a lot of money, but really, it's like it's all now based on like trends and like algorithms. Like who can get the most attention with the dumbest bullshit, and they don't care about the actual skills. It's not who's the best rapper who sells the most records. It's the person who can figure out how to like meme their way to the fucking TikTok feed. And, like, comedy to me is the same way, because, like, before even all this shit about putting your shit up with captions on it became a thing, I noticed it was, like, there's a thing that the industry wants you to do, and there's a thing that you should do as a regular comic that's going to give you a lot better fucking skills as a comic. But there's, like, a lot of people say, like, nah, I want to do whatever I got to do to get to the fastest way up so I can be in the clubs and whatever, and, like, Talk shit to other comedians. It's all about ego and being able to hold like fake accomplishments above yourself, like the title, being like a headliner or a feature. Like, all the words mean certain things to certain people. To me, they're all just metaphors for the same. You're just doing time anyway. It's all just doing time. It's like prison or whatever you want to use that metaphor. So, kind of what you're describing is that always trying to fit into that mold, you know? Like, yeah, like, that, you. you should figure out the game and then, like, do whatever you do the exact opposite of whatever the people who think they control the game or gatekeep tell you to do. Like, to me, like, they were like, oh, you have to do the exact same thing. You have to impress the people who book the mics so they don't know you're set and know you can do this thing consistently and they'll book you. Me, I do a different shit every time. I just talk about where it comes in my head. I'm like, I'm start off talking about one thing. It might go to a joke I got, or it might not. Whatever, fuck it. I don't care. Get it next time. Cause like that's gonna make it infinite amount. You don't have to worry about like not having jokes next time. Cause like you don't have to think limit yourself to always only doing the shit that you wrote before you went up there. Cause you just did whatever you had to do. You say, oh, I got some laughs. Just randomly just talking and pausing and figuring out the jokes in the moment and not having to worry about being limited to And I know system. exactly what you're talking about because that happens to be all the time in comedy mm-hmm. where stuff comes in the moment. You come in there with a set already planned or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like me, I have it all written in my notebook and I say it from my notebook. Mm-hmm. But other times, you know, it's just like if if there's nothing else to say, you just want to say what's on your mind and that, and that, and that stuff. It, it is like therapy, you know. Yeah. But you got to say what's on your mind at that time and yeah, if people laugh, out. they will laugh, you know. That's, a, that's yeah. the thing. And that's what makes comedy beautiful, you know. Because, like, holding stuff in, that's what makes the stress. So you, if you get you can get it out, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you got all you got five minutes to do it or whatever time allowed. So just get it out and boom. Like, me, that's why I don't like to talk a lot before I go on stage. Like, some people, back in the old, like, it was ye- different years of comedy. They do different little techniques. So, like, first year of comedy, if you were, like, open everybody's talking shit, stand in a circle, be Mr. Friendly. Second year, I started withdrawing a little bit more and only talking to, like, letting people come up to me and talk and seeing, like, what people who are, like, not, you know, I don't know. I didn't try that hard to be that friendly. <laughs> Especially yeah. now, I don't really don't do it. Like, I try, I don't, like, go up to everybody even, like, do the thing in new, con- like, in the class, they probably tell you you got to make an impression and go greet everybody and make sure everybody knows your name and all that shit. I'm like, nah. Uh, it's like if you know, anyway, if you like, I don't even. It's all good either way. And that—that's kind of the beauty of comedy. Everything about comedy is very informal. Mm-hmm. Nobody can tell you what funny is, you know. Yeah. And in funny, the old days, we used to go around shaking. Like it was hilarious. You used to see how many handshakes would happen. Like we would do this. Like everybody walk up, like hey, shake, and, like, you go around a circle, you shake everybody's hand, and everybody, the next guy come in, and but it would take like forty minutes of handshaking because it'd be like a new guy every couple minutes adding to the circle. 
And I was just like, after a while, I just started in salute. Just like when COVID happened, I was like, finally, we can stop shaking so many fucking hands. <laughs> and I was like, yep, salute. Mm-hmm, do will not elbow. I don't even want to do that. I'm ashy. I'm, I was going to scratch you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, but it's a lot of fun stuff. And kind of, to me, comedy is just like another pathway to mastery. Like, you know, like you're. Oh, a, yeah, I agree to that. Yeah, you know, like so. being a samurai, yes, fucking yes, swordsman, yes, yeah, yeah, agree, blacksmith. Sir. Yes, yes, yes. Taco maker. Either one. It's all art. No, yeah. And I think uh, uh, a lot of uh, stuff in America has had, had lost that. The master mm-hmm. and apprenticeship thing. But the mainly thing is to being a master, and so and so. What do you want to do for the next ten, twenty years? And you want to be good at it, you know. And people come to you specifically because you're good at that ten to twenty skill, yeah. and you have practiced over that ten to twenty. Skill. The question is, what is the actual skill? Because to me, a lot of people are getting into comedy. It's kind of fun a way to like figure out that stuff. But to me, the best way I found in comedy was you also got to find other fun skills to do. So then you have shit to talk about too. Like, Joe Rogan, like, he's in his, like, shooting archery or whatever and hunting. To me, I'm in a fucking eating shrooms and doing dabs. That's my little fucking... <laughs> that's my skills. <laughs> what are Which skills are also skills. Riding motorcycle, I learned how to do that. Learning languages, like, different Spanish stuff picking up. Like, that's different little things you can do. Mm-hmm. Like, in comedy, like, hey, look, I'm learning how to do Spanish. Now I can do jokes about learning how to do Spanish. These are our words I noticed that are crazy. I don't know you... And then you always have new shit to fucking talk about just periodically through your comedy career. Because they say you're supposed to make it 10 years before you can call yourself a comedian or even know if you're funny really? or not. They, they told me five years, and I'm still starting out. But Yeah, I made it nine, so I was like, I'm going to stick to this original thing because everybody used to make jokes recently because everybody's like, oh, Phil, he doesn't do anything. He's not out here trying to fucking get TikTok views or Instagram stories or but whatever. Have you started your own show, Phil? Or have you done your own kind of... Because um, that's what me and Seabass are kind of doing right now. What? We got our first show coming up on February 2nd. What? And so... Our, I, had some shows. Show. I used to do shows in like the, the, um, the pit, but they were all kind of informal, same thing. But to me, I just don't... I don't like trying. Like, to me, comedy is just like... It's like I do it as like an ethereal thing. I kind of float through. Like, if opportunity presents itself, I'll like, okay, I'll see if I can or not. Well, you got to know Russell Crowley, you know. Russell Crowley, would he would say stuff like that to me. He was like, I don't have to be famous, you know. I get enough pussy as I do already, you know. And so sometimes that's that's good enough for people. Yeah, that's true, but yeah, he's kind of annoying just because like, he'll have a show, but it's like way too many people on the show. Like, I mean, this is not going to be financially successful at all. What do I do? I need it. I'm not even getting about like $20 for gas money that I got promised in the group chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, doing shows. I used to always fuck with it. I, I love doing that shit where you just keep the tab of how many, like, sets you done did and I got paid. So I'm just like, I'm going to send him a fucking cash app invoice one day. It's like some $60 request <laughs> yeah. i ain't never gonna do it yeah but um but yeah, i think that, that also comes into account being paid as a comic you know i know you know, you just want to care about the money but if somebody is like hey whatever or if you know there is tickets being sold and motherfuckers getting paid on the same show you getting paid on but you ain't getting paid like what the fuck is the difference so you gonna say i'm good enough as a comic or you think i just fucking i'm not real just because i'm doing dabs or the disrespect. It's like the mafia. You know what I'm saying? You gotta pay up to the boss. Yes, yes. I'm fucking Tony Soprano to these fucking Jagoffs, okay? <laughs> Bottom beam. <laughs> yeah, but as, yeah. For, as far as comedy goes, there is a hierarchy, but it's just not, you know. Yeah, like, my hierarchy is, is I'm the best. <laughs> 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 and 
know, like, I don't give a fuck about most people. It's me. Which, which is good, you know, which is a good thing to have as oh, a really? comic, oh, yeah. which was kind of going back to, you know, like, whether I get pussy every comic show that I, mm-hmm. or every, every show that I have, you know. But, uh, which is, you know, it, it's... As long as you feel good as to every show, I think that's that's a that's a that's a reward. Oh yeah. All right, let me see. What were we talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, philosophy of comedy. So I got a whole philosophy about like how like there's a ratio of consciousness to how people exist in any type of industry. Yes. Or any society. Yes. So there's a, in society there's like eighty five percent of people are drones or NPC zombie yeah, people. I agree. Yeah. And you got 10% of people are like government and management positions and want to keep everybody dumb because everyone's controlling it. Yeah. You got 5% of assholes like us who are like renegades who we were originally in the plan was to wake up to 85 percenters. But obviously it comes such an asshole nihilist that I don't even care. I'm just like, whatever. Yeah, I agree. That's that's where I'm at. The same boat right now. Yeah, because well, you can't get too our much. Job, our job is to help the others. But at this point, you know, we, we've... we've you just be be the ourselves. example and yeah. do what you got to do for your own immediate area. Which is yeah. like the real... Like the five... Not five percent. It's the five percenter like type of doctrine or the nation of gods and earths about being a god and like uh, metaphorically like building up your immediate area that's your universe is what's going on around you like your house your little family you got to keep all that stuff in order and then you start building on from there you get a good foundation but now i, I can't find a good bitch <laughs> but I, I can't talk about that but yeah let's think about being a god or a king nowadays nobody it's all wants about for it. everybody no, takes nobody, it too seriously yeah people yeah. expect things to happen without actually yeah, doing the work you're right you're right yeah, yeah. and so but, then you do the work and then everybody expects the work to happen immediately and then they want to quit the work so then you can't be building everything with just but, anybody that's what everybody comes saying everybody knows the language they know how to talk to talk but they don't know actually how to live the life but once you teach, reach title God King or God King. Oh, nah, to me, it's all stuff words. Stuff like that. To me, it's all a- words and metaphors. To me, it's all jokes. So to me, I can call myself like the freaking mattress firm. <laughs> and to me, that could be like the cool guy or whatever. Like, to me, all words. Like, this is. To me, I don't like letting words become my leader or I know master. Yeah. 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 But still, you know, people, other people still might not take that into account. Yeah, no, that's what I figured out. A word, like a, word, a, word. a word that doesn't mean anything to you will still mean a lot to them. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, why I talk in metaphors. That's another thing. Like, I have to have a way to, like, defense mechanism myself against the world by, like, being a weirdo. Like, even just using, like, simple language tricks. Like, when somebody's talking to me, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, uh, like, for, like what I'm saying about the dance. Like, I'm about to leave. So I'm saying I'm about to dance. Somebody, a certain white person might be like, oh, feel better to start fucking doing the moonwalking shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or it really means I'm about to leave, but then I'm like, all right, whatever. And then, because some people, they might hear that shit and be like, oh, it feels crazy. He was just like, I got to dance. And then he just left. He didn't dance at all, and they might go around telling everybody a rumor like Phil's fucking. <laughs> what is he doing? He just says he's dancing, he doesn't dance, he's fucking crazy. Who says that? And then, like, other people might be, like, later on, they're like, oh, Phil, I heard you say you dance. What is that? Uh, yeah, that's cool. Whatever. And then, like, oh, they're inquisitive and, like, question it. I like people who question things. So the only way to know that is by being a weirdo and not caring about what other people think of you. Yep, that's true. You gotta if you care too much about what other people think of you, then you're not going to be able to live in that realm of truth 
Because, like, if you live in a realm of what... They don't, people only say what they want you to hear. Because yeah. they want you to be their friend or whatever. They want you to like them. Then they're not going to be telling you an honest answer because they're going to be scared. You're going to fucking hate them. Yep, yep. You tell the truth. Uh, if you don't care, then you're going to tell them whatever. Like, well, just not uh, actually fucked out. I like, call his girlfriend a whore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do that all the time. That's uh, well. That's, that's comedian. That kind that's of stuff. That's my problem. I'm too honest. Because I remember I had a voice in my head, God, or whatever, or any. Whatever I got, like a, I got a lot of good guidance from a internal source, and maybe me for the future. But it was just like, yeah, your higher self. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. It was like, uh, fucking, you have a hard ass life. Watch out for who you love. You, if you love somebody too quickly, they're probably gonna fuck you over. And uh, so I was this one. Let me see. What was, was the other good ass advice it gave me? <laughs> invest in soybeans when I was like four years old like, I don't have soybean money that was one voice yep yep <laughs> yeah so the higher recently it's told to lose weight and it's told me to do comedy that's what I'm saying like everybody you asked me about comedy I was like oh yeah I can't something told me to do comedy in 2013 so that's what I've been doing for the last since then yeah, I've been wanting to do comedy since 2012. I just hadn't, I never got the, the courage to. I was already doing slam poetry and music at that mm-hmm. time. So by the time I started doing comedy, I actually heard about it through a friend. It was going on at Monstercade. Mm-hmm. And that's how I ended up here where I am not at now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> slam poetry. That's a damn doozy right here. I used to show up to slam poetry events and try to do comedy. I was like, yeah, never again. <laughs> I mean, you you probably could. I could, yeah, I could do if it. If you now, had like a, a comedy set then, memorized already, yeah. No, no, I, I imagine it's a mixture of both. I, I do fifty fifty, so it's like fifty percent written, fifty percent made up, and nobody knows what is what. But exactly, everybody wants yep, to be able exactly. to. Exactly, that's what. I, yep. Yeah, everybody. Right. I, I tell people I like to fuck with people and troll them in real life, but some people they're like, "Phil, did you write that?" Nah. Or feel as you write that? Yeah, I wrote everything. Even though I didn't, I didn't. Like, nobody knows which one is which, so it's fun to fuck with people. But that's another thing. How like, I'm never gonna get booked because everybody's like, all he does is go over there and just rambles. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'm like, which but is, is also it working, still good. Though? Is it working? It's still good. I mean, if you mm-hmm. record a good set where you are rambling about good stuff, mm-hmm. it can lead to. But I don't care though. So that's the problem. Like I've been doing that shit for years. Not everybody wants to do that. Everybody wants to do like crowd work video shits. And then I looked it up. The fucking algorithm don't even understand what I'm saying. Like, I look up the captions that get generated on YouTube from my videos. Like, this is not what I'm saying at all. Because this is fucking picking up the wrong shit. Because, like, I've talked too fast. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I fucked myself up out of, like... But really, I protected myself. So now they don't have a tracking transcript of everything I ever said. Because yeah. they don't understand what the fuck I'm saying. Mm-hmm. As long as I keep drinking hella coffee and being schizoed out, they can never fucking track me down. Yes. As long as I keep changing my voice randomly, they never know how I actually sound, you know? Like, remember when I actually, I sent you that message and I was talking in a fake Russian accent? Yeah. Uh I've been doing this for a while. Like, I always, I said, that was a voice too. I said, use the internet as if, like, you're being watched. Like, you always got to fuck with people's, like, perception of you. So, I would like, like, Oprah Oprah's book club or whatever. <laughs> and like shit that I don't really like. So all the data they have on me is all fucking compromised. I'm yeah, like, it's all random. Like, yeah. yeah. And so uh, when I know, so I don't know how deep this should go, but um, there was at one point where I just liked everything on my Facebook mm-hmm. because I knew they were watching you, you know, 
like and just yeah. this is not ten foot. Don't, don't be paranoid about it, but be like about. in a funny way, cause like, what is it? The funniest shit that you could do to like troll the government. Oh yeah, go like on like a drug bust fucking Facebook profile pic. Like, oh you guys are fucking pussies out here fucking arresting people for weed, you bitch. <laughs> I used to do that shit all the time when I was yeah, a kid, yeah, but yeah. now you can't do that shit. Now they show up at your house and fucking put a sack on your head and beat you. Somebody, yeah. somebody told me this shit happens a lot, and I think I got a theory yeah, about they how. Me, so there was a yeah. police were actually putting a plastic toy BB guns on people yeah. or for all the black shootings that were happening yeah. in the past couple of years since 2015. I got a theory that's, about that too. I think that's all like, it might be a fucking something deeper than that. What if like, you know, like Kanye type Christ consciousness, what if some dudes, they got like, they were profiling their social media and thought they were like schizoed out Jesus, they thought they were Jesus type people who are using certain words and they killed them and it was in a way they think that the next Hitler's going to be black. So like Israel it figured out a way to like, okay, the U.S. government going around killing these black dudes because they think the next, and then, but it ended up being like, like but, they had to cover it up with racial shit, but really it wasn't the cops doing it because the cops were told to stand down at all those other protests. Like they let people get fucked up all the time. It's like they control when and when it's not. Like they like kill the guy, know it's gonna be a protest, and then they let the protest happen and like let everybody fuck with each other. It causes even more fucking unrest. Yeah, it's it's all part of that yeah. change in one bullshit. That and then all that just stopped recently. Like it's been a while since anybody really got, had any heinous ass fucking shootings. And then when a white guy got shot by the cop, and he's like laying on his back, crawling backwards, and they still fucking he emptied the clip of that white dude. And everybody's like, nobody cared. Like it was like, <laughs> it was like all the white guys were like, see, look at this guy right here. Well, Black Lives Matter has taken this. No, yeah, but it happened right. a long time. No, it happened a long time before that. It happened like seven years ago. And like they still show that video, it's like disgusting. Like I don't like watching any. I haven't seen any of the murder videos except for that one with the white guy laying down. I'm like, ooh, that was trash. Like that was like it looked like he was ordering a pizza and he was a delivery guy and he's accidentally walking to the cops, like busting somebody else, and he was just like there. That's how it looked. He was just like his pants are coming down too. I was like, he had no gun on. Like, he had no way to and be a threat. Yeah, the cop was like ten yeah. feet away from him and just blew his fucking. Back out like six shots, probably. And then, like, yeah, I can't say that has happened to me, but that's what, yeah. And the funny thing is, what I had a dude scream at me, say that wasn't real, and I was like. You saying, you see, I mean, this is real. Like, he's saying it, he really looked screamed at me. He's like, just because he was so brainwashed by only black people get shot at the cops. I'm like, well, whatever. Yeah, yeah, but then the thing is, a lot of the funny thing, a lot of them dudes kind of deserve it because a lot I mean, of them like do I have mean, horrible. I'm mean, still right? early 2020. People were talking about the cops weren't kneeling on people's necks when George Floyd was had it. Obviously, I don't. No, no. Guess what? That head. happened three days after um, Trump was trying to say Obama gate. Like the thing about Obama was spying on Trump before is before he became a candidate and while he was the president. So technically, that's like a breach of fucking like a felony. Like, technically, he had, like, right to get Obama, like, treason charges for all that shit. Because it was coming out, because I remember, like, it was, like, Obamagate, Trump, he's trying to say that shit. Then George Florida kind of covered that up. And then COVID. And then that covered up. And then Trump lost. And he tried to say it was a nice problem or whatever. And all that shit kind of got blew under the rug. But I was like, that was the whole thing that began it. Because that was the whole thing about Hunter Biden's laptop being real. But then they tried to say that the whole media said that was fake. And then, like... 
it's, it's all got blown around. Now it's coming back out, but it's still nobody cares. Cause like everybody's just like, oh yeah, all this other shit to worry about. Like yeah. fucking yeah. ground beef costs eighteen dollars. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even eat ground beef anymore. I used to eat the fuck out of some chili. <laughs> I moved out. I was like, let me get a damn crock pot. I'm making sure I'm making a damn chili pot at least once a month. I ain't had a fucking chili since I left. Mm-hmm. I ain't even had Wendy's chili. Do they even still have chili? I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah, I'm scared because these Wendy's, they be losing fucking, like, they be like, discontinuing shit. Like, you know, had a hundred flavor thing in the, um, the Coca-Cola freestyle machine. The Coca-Cola, the machine with yeah. the, soda, the soft drink? Yeah, they don't, they don't have raspberry flavor anymore, so now I'm pissed. <laughs> they be like, I'm like, oh, because they don't have raspberry flavor. Yeah, let me get a raspberry <laughs> Sprite. They'll be like, nah, we got raspberry. We got cherry. We got grape. Like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck grape. Fuck cherry. I was like, you know what? Mix both of them together. Put the grape and the cherry. Put the cherry in there first and then the grape. And that'll taste like raspberry. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think. <laughs> and really, it just sucks. It tastes like the color gray. And that's what it tastes like. Yeah. I'm like, this is not a good mix. Whatever the fuck happened here, it's trash. <laughs> Sometimes I like, put, put a little extra just regular Sprite on top of that and lighten it up. Like, I don't want to have a full-ass strawberry Sprite. Like, they, they got strawberry, too. They got strawberry, grape, and cherry. I was like, come on. Because I got cherry Coke. They got cherry. Nobody else fucks with, like, raspberry Coke or any other flavor. Why mm-hmm. did they do this to me? Vanilla <laughs> Coke, yeah. About Why did they have one little ass squirt bottle of raspberry and squirt some fucking <laughs> raspberry in a Sprite for me? This one squirt. I should bring my own. I should have a company that's like raspberry flavor and that's it. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. I mean, I, I, I got some butter right now. It's called uh, Raspberry raspberry Kush. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's pretty good. Did they squirt it with my fucking proprietary blend? <laughs> <laughs> nah, not, no, probably not, but it's it's still pretty good. So, yeah. raspberry, blueberry. That's the only problem about doing a podcast in the car is the fog <laughs> or like the, when it gets all. Yeah, that'll happen eventually. We're, we're low at 30 yeah, minutes. Let me in. crack this window. Oh, never mind, because then it'll switch to the Bluetooth in the car and it'll start the recording. Yeah. This has happened before. My podcast pro. That's good. Oh, yes. What else we got? So, let's see. How long have you, or you, let's see, you moved from California? No, I, I grew up in Winston-Salem, actually. Oh, you did? Yeah, I grew up in Winston-Salem. I went to Hallwood I went to Hallwood Elementary. First, I was at Brunson, and then I went to Hill Middle School, and I graduated, and then I was at, at Robert B. Glenn. I graduated in California for my senior year, but for the most part, I was here for, um, for, um, for North Carolina, Winston-Salem area. You know, I don't know anything about the high schools and elementaries and middle schools here. Yeah, but I grew up around here. Uh, when Salem is pretty much my home. I've never really liked it here, but it's safe enough. You know, it's a good yeah. place to raise a family, as people say. You know, but uh, it's it's super nice here. Yeah. Uh, the rent wise, you know, basically, you know, it's a good place to find a home. Tobacco. Anybody can find a home here. Did you ever work in tobacco farming? Uh, I've never worked in tobacco fields. No, my my mother was actually a strawberry picker mm-hmm. in California, but um, she did that for a while, and then she moved on to the factories because it paid more money. Yeah, you know the problem is here we have pick your own strawberry lots all over the place. Oh yeah, that's true too. It's it's kind of a date thing, you know, right? Mm-hmm. Pick your own strawberries. Yeah. <laughs> my niece did a project on that, picking your own strawberries, 
and then watching them grow into. I don't like, even like fruit, so if I took a bitch to you don't like fruit. What does yeah. that mean? What do you mean you don't like fruit? I don't like <laughs> a lot of stuff. You have to like fruit. Yeah, so, jerk, so humans are naturally vegetarian. So mm-hmm. if you have to like fruit, yeah, no. we crave meat. So. For me, I don't like sugar, so I'm like, fruit is just natural sugar. So is this because you've been getting high so much you don't like sugar? Because the sugar takes. I, mean, I just don't like the texture either. About like like biting into an actual strawberry. Like, ugh. Uh, I like, I like that. Like it's actual. like it's like biting into pussy sometimes. You know, like yeah, I don't really bite into <laughs> too much. I don't have no large strawberry size clips. <laughs> so I think Russell Peters is like. Um, Punani is is like a is like a tropical fruit. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't have a jerk when I started coming. I think it was like two or three years in. I was like, I only eat fruit if it's been rubbed on a bitch first. So I was like, I'm eating fruit, I'm rubbing on your titty, and then I'll eat that fucking strawberry. Oh man, but yeah, um, <laughs> but you, you put it in a salad? No, thanks, sir. Titties, pussy ass, it's well, all fruit to me. You know, I'm mean, like, eating a salad. There's like a mango in there, like stab it with a fork, rub it on the side of her face, and then I bite it. So uh, yeah. But uh, that's the type yeah. of girlfriend I need. I can't have a regular girlfriend. That's the problem. <laughs> so I would do that to a girl, and she would fucking write a blog about me and tell everybody how abused her with my fucking <laughs> rubbing. I think antics. I think a lot of sexual fetishes have been normalized nowadays. You know? Yeah, like, that's uh, not a sexual fetish. That's just the only way I can eat it. That's just like a diet. <laughs> it's the fruit bitch diet. It's like Atkins. It's like you eat cheese, you rub cheese on a bitch too, like a little rectangle. I cheese. mean, that's that's all part of the sexual fetishes, you know? Like, yeah, like. Food like rubbing it on person first, or like yeah, yeah. some guy like stepping on a pizza and then eating it. Or, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that. Taking it that far. Somebody, I don't, know. I I don't want nobody stepping on my like, food before I eat it. Fat life. Everybody's get on fat life. Like, oh, it's gonna meet some girls. I'm like, oh, you're gonna fucking see a guy step on a pizza and piss on it. Uh, that's fat life stuff, you know. I mm-hmm. haven't gotten into that. I I just found out about fat life this year. I didn't even want it. I got rid of it. I, I logged out. I don't want to be logging back in. I got catfish for like two years straight by some little bitch. I didn't think he was a real person. I think it's a dude that's been fucking with me this whole time. Yeah, but no, I did get invited to a swinger party and I I did enjoy myself. It was a bunch of old people. No, it wasn't old people. It was a bunch of young people. But um, yeah, I was the only Mexican. I do I do talk about this in one of my bits where I did spread my jalapeno seeds that day. Oh yeah. But um, it was it was there was like two black guys and everybody else was white and I was the only Mexican. And so that was pretty, that was an interesting experience yeah. just past Charlotte, you know. So Charlotte? Was just, it just, you got to pay $80 to get in there? It's just like a prostitute that's pretending to be an orgy? No, no, no. It was actual uh, swinger party orgy, I that's guess, good. whatever you want to call it. That's the problem. <laughs> All the ones I went to are free. All these new ones popping up, they're like, oh, we're trying to make money off of this shit. I'm like, well, I'm getting out of here because it sounds weird. And then you get there and the girl's disgusted. They're like, wait, I'm paying money and there's a fucking... 400 pound woman here <laughs> no uh, thank you nah, I don't know about all that but well that's the one I've been seeing I've been like randomly just trolling and like looking at their Facebook group why do they have it on Facebook too that's another problem like, they go from Fat Life they're like well join the, the group on Facebook they're like that's not the, that's not what you're supposed to do for your sex shit cause like they track your messages on Facebook and yeah. like censor you yeah. so you can't be like I'm trying to fucking have a fucking d- DP so you know what else I just learned about you know posting on social media so if you post anti-government things on your social media, it lowers your credit score. Yeah. And so I was like, what the fuck? I've been doing that for like the past 10 years. Yeah, mine's 600 forever. Oh, uh, man. I was like 555 for a while. It's social credit score, and now it's like, no, it's two different credit scores. So you got social credit score, you got regular business credit score. 
They got a driving credit score because that's what I got on my Amazon. Ah, shit. Yeah. Damn. So it's a bunch of stuff. So it like, just never ends, huh? And they want you to sign up for like credit card money. Like, oh, sign up for this driving tracker so we can track your driving all the time so we can see if you speed for no reason so we can raise your rates. Mm-hmm. They don't just say, like, they're like, oh, it's going to help you save money. Like, no, they don't drop your pay. They fucking raise it up if you drive anything more than just being exactly the speed limit. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all bullshit. It's trying to figure out ways to fuck you even more. Mm-hmm. So, good luck. You can yeah. thank just the life tech nowadays boys for just, that. Just life nowadays. Mm-hmm. It's just the way we gotta adapt nowadays. No, not really. We already good. We already got under the best spot to be able to be a little more simple. Still, I had to eat all sweet mean, potatoes. I'm not sweet I'm, potatoes. Not a fruit. It's a whatever the fuck a sweet potato is. And that's why I can eat it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not actively planning, planning espionage against the government, so I'm not worried about anything. You're not planning against them, but you know they're going to fall because they're planning on killing themselves. That's the problem. Yeah. Like, you're not plotting against the government because the, pl- the government itself is trying to destroy itself. So all you're doing is trying to figure out a way for you to keep your freaking DNA going if you got strong-ass good DNA. And that's what I got. I mean, I don't know about you. Uh, maybe about you. I haven't learned your, your history yet. But my DNA is actually Zapotec, which is actually one of the four original tribes of Mexico before oh, yeah. they split off into everything else. So my family, yes, we procreate a lot, but I haven't procreated yet. And so, um, yes, it is. I, I do have good genes. I just I don't know how to spread them yet. You got a sister? What's up? I have I have six five sisters. Damn. Are they all older? They're all married, yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. Well, too late for me. I'm trying to find... Like, <laughs> I what would, my favorite... I mean, if you okay. if we had gotten to know each other a little bit earlier, I would introduce you to my sister. Guess but, what? I got but two... But she's into tall black guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's all I can I'm short. Sure. But I'm saying wide, though. Mexican ladies like me kind of good at job. Let me, let me tell you about them. These be booty Latinas nowadays, man. Yeah. They they love black men. I know. This is where my connection with the Mexican community is. So, like, when I was in, like... Uh, I guess high school and college, mostly college or community college. It was a Mexican restaurant in Yanceyville near the fucking community college. Everybody used to go there and get drunk on fucking lunch break. It was film school, so we go there and they had like big ass 32 ounce beers for cheap. It was crazy. And I got like a fucking chimichanga and a burrito. Like, <laughs> we would go nuts. So like, I was like, how are we even taking an hour long lunch break in college? I don't know what the fuck was going on. Like, yeah. <laughs> a teacher would show up. Like, hey, what's up, man? I, mean, I could see that there. being loud, yeah. It's yeah. college, you know. Because there wasn't that much business there. Because, like, we would show up and we just fucking fill up the restaurant. Like, we would be like eight people in there. And then, like, the cops would show up. That's a problem. Cause, like, the cops would eat there, too. Like, it'd be, like, two cop cars. <laughs> like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> you gotta take the Mexican restaurant, I promise you, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I see that happening, too. And so... Well, I love chimichangas. I love the fucking portion size. They give you a fucking giant portion. I actually do not know what a chimichanga is. Chimichanga is like That a is deep, an American invention. It's like a deep-fried uh, burrito, pretty much. They pretty much just take it, they deep-fry it, they put gravy but all when, over But when you get a chimichanga from, like, the... the microwave or version it's not deep no, no, i got a real one it's Nick. just a burrito it's like a thick ass it's, it's a fancy name for a burrito and yeah. that's why i've never known what a chimichanga is you know they took a tortilla they wrapped it up they wrapped it really good it's kind of a thick one they throw it in a deep fryer and it's crispy kind of like makes it kind of mushy on the outside and kind of like it's oily and golden crisp 
And then you cut into it and kind of like flows out. So it's cheese on the inside. So yeah. let me let me take take it a little further. My mother owned a Mexican restaurant. We never had anything called a chimichanga on our. You menu. never had a chimichanga? No, no, they no, had no, chimichanga. No. We had actual grand. Mexican food in our restaurant. Just saying, Rio Grande might have not been real Mexican food, but they had a fucking chimichanga. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I keep saying the chimichanga is an American invention, you know. Oh, so that especially was... popularized by Deadpool, the Marvel yeah. character, you know. Chimichangas, you know, I love a chimichanga. But right before I come, they gave you two of them. And so the chalupa and the other the other stuff. I thought the chalupa was fake. I thought chimichanga was real. So the taco within the taco, I understand. So like a soft taco within a crispy taco, I understand. Yeah. But like a a, a soft burrito within a, a crunchy burrito, it doesn't really make sense. That's mm-hmm. more. That's what I was saying. It's just it just adds. Just a stuff. deep. Yeah, just a yeah. deep fried burrito. That's yeah, all. Deep it is. fried burrito, and there's, a, you, there's things that's called like a deep fried tamale that you can get. You know. Which is super delicious, you know. Yes, I mean, um, a regular tamale is delicious, but you deep fry it, you get all that crispiness in there, and that, oh man, you know, it's, oh, yeah. it's a whole different story, you know. Still don't eat the freaking outside, do you? Because like, no, you don't need no, you don't need the leaf, you no, know. You don't need the corn husky, you don't need the banana leaf, you know. Oh, no, no, no. That's a, that's a huge misnomer or mis- misconception that people have out there. It is funny watching people eat the skin, though. It is. I agree. Yeah. What are other things? Those fucking, like, half things. It looks like a freaking pot pie. It's just like a half, like, sandwich. It's like fried. Half sandwich fried? It's not like a torta or something else. Uh, sopes. So, sopes is like a, it's like a dough from the bottom. Mm-hmm. And then you add just everything. So, a sopes is like a, it's like a handheld food. Yeah. A big handheld food. Mm-hmm. Sopes were originally small, but a sopes is you know you put everything on top, you stack it up, yeah. and you eat it. You know, it's just, it's just how you eat your food. Oh, I saw so, some shit. It was like full, it was like completely closed up. So, you bite into it, it was just like crispy. So another thing pocket. is called the warache. A warache is like um, so sopes is dough. You know, mm-hmm. it's flour, corn husk. I mean, I'm not. I'm seeing corn, corn flour and stuff like that that you fold into stuff like that. And you stack it on top. Uh, a warache is the same thing. But it's more like um, flouring, and you add it's it's vegetarian mostly, mostly. Mm-hmm. But then you add stuff on top of it. You know, it's just it's just the art of stacking. You know, yeah. it's nothing, nothing. You know, a lot of Mexican food is the same thing, all well rounded. We just make it differently. Yeah. We eat it that way, like a gyro. You know, like a gyro. You can have a lot of stuff in a taco. A gyro is just a big taco to me, in mm-hmm. a way. You know, if you, yeah, the you get Greek what I'm version, saying. Have the Greek version of a big taco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I remember when we made a fucking tortilla in, like, elementary school, and it was fucking the best day ever. I didn't oh, know you could man. do it. I didn't know you could just take fucking flour and just do it. I was like, this is a lot thicker. I like, cause I like soft tacos. I never like the crispy ones. And I was like, I can just eat this tortilla by itself. Yeah, and that's that just goes back to how food is made, you know. Some people like crispy stuff. Some people like soft stuff. Some people like everything, something in between. I mean, yeah, man, in between. That's what I like. Like, the outside and the bottom part are kind of brown. But then, like, it folds up and you can, like, smoosh and, uh, it. And stuff like Taco Bell. My brother has been telling me forever, go work at Taco Bell. Since I'm unemployed right now, go work at Taco Bell. They'll be happy to see you when you go work there. They're happy to see anybody. There's only, like, two people in there. Exactly. They, they, that's they, why they, they said they'll be happy. Really, just, like, you and some gay dude in there at the fucking drive through window. It's just like, oh, can you hold on a second? In a way, yes. In a way. In a way. But, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just, uh, well, Taco Bell expanded on how they fancified Mexican food in a way, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's, that's Chipotle. Which isn't which Chipotle. isn't too bad, you know. Chipotle, Chipotle is actually actually kind of keeps to the to the more mm. of the traditional. We used to go to kioscos. That's another place in Greensboro. It's like a Mexican place that was really like high end. 
I don't go to Grisbo too often, but it yeah. sounds it sounds all right, you know. Kiosco. I don't even know what that means. It's like on Spring Garden. I have no idea. I don't know what that means either. Yeah. Kiosco is could be like kiosk, you know. Maybe somebody's last name mixed with something. Could be, could be, yeah. yeah. But yeah, there's um, there's a uh, actually um, uh, there's there's not much Mexican stuff to do. I got tacos today. I had a taco rico today at um, in Southside at Salem. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't, I don't, I don't. This is true to my set. I don't like going to Mexican restaurants. Oh, yeah. I go to taquerias and taco trucks because they just serve better food at a better price. Oh, yeah. And um, they got so much fucking extra stuff going on, like so many lights in there. It costs a lot, so much more overhead in a restaurant. Well, people go there for for like a birthday stuff like that. Like the whole family. Is people inside. people want people want the whole you know experience you know. But I'm I'm already Mexican you know. I just need my tacos and I go in there and get out you know. Yeah, quick one. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have a truck outside the restaurant that's also connected to the restaurant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Someone might do it. I mean, I, I remember it was some place. It was a place in Chapel Hill that had the greatest Mexican food truck ever, but it's like minimum you're going to be spending $15 in that food truck. You kind of have to. Mm-hmm. So I love dollar tacos. Around mm-hmm. here, they don't have dollar tacos. I would love mm-hmm. to spend $20 on 20 tacos, mm-hmm. but apparently they don't have that around here. Right, you pay like $15 and get like four tacos. Yeah, and so uh, I actually paid at a, they had Angus beef at uh, La Careta, mm-hmm. right next to my house, yeah. and um, I paid twenty dollars for four tacos that day. Yeah. And, uh, they had pulled pork tacos. That was crazy, like pork stomach or something like that. It's um, um carnitas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, carnitas yeah. is pulled pork, is which is a really a favorite. And so uh, I remember carnitas. Uh, people. I grew up a carnitas. I love carnitas, and this is pulled pork. You know, it's pulled mm-hmm. pork is it's delicious. Spicy, it's, 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 it's delicious, you know. And so I agree with anybody with yeah, like kimchi or something. I don't know what was going on. It was crazy. It was like a spicy, like I don't know. I guess. Yeah, man. But uh, no, yeah, Mexican food. Mexican food is awesome. You know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know how often you go to Mexican restaurants, but it's uh, it's always a not good. that much often anymore because. Yeah, I guess prices went up. But I go for DoorDash. I always like going in there and like chilling and see what's going on. Yeah, I actually eat a lot of Japanese now that I've I've been away from my family. Mm-hmm. And so for for New Year's we always make pozole. You know what pozole is? Yeah. Pozole is supposed to be made out of human oh, yeah. sacrifice. The oh, blood yeah. sacrifices. But we're modern, you know, we, we make it out of pork and chicken, you know. Oh, yeah. Like and, spam. Uh, yeah, spam. <laughs> we we use actual pork though. We don't use that spam pork. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But pozole is um supposed to be sacrificial and it's it's a yearly thing that we do for Christmas and it's it's delicious, you know. Mm-hmm. And they make green, red, it's the it's like the Amer- the Mexican flag. Green, red and white. You know? Yeah. It calls mean stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, let me tell you. I gotta find a fucking I got barbecue sauce in my lap. I don't know what's going on here. I'm trying to eat it. You still taking dabs? No, no. I'm looking for the cap so it doesn't get all sticky. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a tobacco pen that you had. No, no. It's a, it's a resin. It's a, a, it's a dab pen? Yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, God. We got my hand We were hitting 40. What, what is this cable that you have throughout your oh, car? Yeah. Camera in here. I okay, go. okay. That's the camera you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. my car camera. Okay, okay. I got you, Mr. Secret Agent Man. Secret Agent Man. Hold on, hold on. I gotta turn it on because it's gonna turn off the thing. 
<laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I'm how much longer do you want to do this? I was I was trying to talk to that girl that was with Yelda. Oh, really? I don't know if she's still here. There's a girl here. No, there was a. I don't know. I I, I liked her energy. So. Oh yeah, there's like only like two here tonight. Though. I only saw two. Maybe. Yeah, the girl at the the bar, and then some other girl that oh, I saw. Yeah. I don't know if she was single or not, but I wanted to hit, try to talk. Oh yeah, chat for a bit for a bit. Oh yes, that'd be cool. Wait, I should I'll do I, the intros and outros later. Yeah, it's up to you, man. Just send me the podcast when you're done. Oh yeah, I guess you gotta do your um, social medias if you care about that stuff. What do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> People do that podcast. I just have Instagram right now, so I'll go for I'd, it. Yeah, just send me uh, whatever you're on. Also, lot. Yeah, also it's coming. Let's see if this will upload it because I guess Spotify took over the Anchor app. And since that last podcast was giving me so much weird stuff, I try to like clear it out. So, hell yeah. All right. I'm going to save it. It's hitting right at 50 minutes and 30 seconds. Is it 50 minutes? Hell yeah. Oh, nice. I ain't never been going that long. This yeah, be I, was like, I, I, was still, I thought we were shooting for like 30 or something, but I yeah. saw it too.